No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and I'm pretty hyped today to have Rob49 in the building. Yeah, man, what y'all on? How you feeling? Good, bro. It's crazy. I feel like right now there's like kind of a lack of uh, up-and-coming rappers that people are excited about, and I see you as being like one of the, the main people that people I know are actually like really talking about and like hopping somebody's car and they're playing your stuff. It's, it's, it's been dope to see. Nah, man, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm appreciative of that. Just because I ain't never think I could get this far for real, probably. Really? Yeah, for sure. And when did you start to like even be able to envision that you might have a bigger potential future ahead of you? Probably doing interviews. Really? They're telling me like, yeah, you wanted them like everybody feel the same way, like you know what I'm saying? You know my like sometimes they. I used to do interviews where they got two pages of talking points, three pages of talking points. <laughs> like now it's like all right, you got like six talking points, like right because you know this. Right. And that's when I realized, all right, they know some shit. So they had more questions because they felt like they didn't know they enough didn't about know. you? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, okay, you're from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Can we talk a little bit about uh, what it was like growing up out there? Most definitely. I mean, like, I don't know, there's a lot of poverty everywhere. Like, I be going places now and I see, I see a lot of hustlers and everywhere. Like, people known for how they hustle and stuff. Like, New Orleans ain't never had that. Really? It's just so broke that that don't even exist? It don't even exist. Everybody don't be a kill out there. Everybody <laughs> don't get no money. Facts. Damn, yeah, because when I was listening to you talk about it, definitely you, you painted a picture where I was like, oh, this is like a uniquely fucked up place. Or like this is a, a different situation than what we're talking about when we talk about people who are living in, in the hood in New York or L.A. or something. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, okay, when you were young, like what was your family environment like? Um... My mama, my mom was was home. My dad was in um, the feds. Since what age? Like before you were born, or like when you were real young? My dad went to the feds when I was like four. Four, he, he did like twelve years. Oh, so he's out now. Yeah, he's out now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what was that like though? Like having to communicate through him, to him through the phone, or go to visit him, or what? I might say, yeah, we was going to visit him, talking to him through the phone. And he was always that old, like you know what I'm saying. He wasn't one of them. Went to jail and now y'all don't talk no more. And when mm -hmm. he get out, he just won't be dead. And like, nah, he used to be telling me certain stuff, like building my mind up to be grown and like, right, yeah. And so your mom, like, I'm assuming she had a pretty good head on her shoulders if she was able to take care of you. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I got, I got uh, one big sister and one little sister. Okay, yeah. I on my dad's side, I got a lot of them, but um, you know what I'm saying. Like, but you, you weren't really close to them, so you don't really count. No, 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 no. I count them. But I, it's so many, like, I'm not even about to name them for you, like, because I really love all of them the same, like. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So what kind of kid were you uh, as a young guy? Um, I don't know. I just wanted to, I wanted to be a good kid, like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a, it wasn't until high school and I started, like, doing bad, like, for real. Mm -hmm. like, I just wanted to be a good kid, though, like, in a project, you know, you got no choice but to do bad. Really? But I just wanted to, I wanted something for my life, like, you know what I'm saying? When was the first time that you can recall feeling like you had to like get into some bad? Uh, I can't say that because I grew up in a project, so it's not it's not like that. It's like you had to do bad shit, like mm -hmm. every day. Like if a home smoke, you gotta handle it. Like I'm saying, high school because now you got your own mind. You choose what you want to do. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So probably like I like high school. Right. Yeah. What was uh like? What kind of stuff were you watching? Because I I heard you talking about uh the the sort of early days of, of Cash Money and shit yeah. And how and I was thinking about it, I'm like, damn, that must have been such a massive, overwhelming influence on anybody coming from from there. Yeah, I was watching Wayne a lot. I ain't gonna 
that a millie video, mm-hmm. like, a millie, a millie, like that type of time I was on Wayne. Like even in high school, I was on Wayne Heaven when he dropped Holly Weez and and Sorry for the Way Too In. Like man, that was wild. Like right, man, for sure. Because for somebody like me from the East Coast, like when I I saw uh, the the Ha video back yeah. in the day. And not only is that like one of the best music videos of all time, and I've like kind of realized that over the years, is that a lot of people have that opinion of it. But then also just like just seeing the 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 environment that were growing up in, it was just kind of like real powerful yeah. to us. And and that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. Like that's what I, that's the environment I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Our project looks the same, right? Exactly how that Han video looked with Juvenile. That's exactly how my project looked. Definitely like, terrorized every day, like. And you still stay there for the most part, or is it like? No, nah, no. Nah. Well, I still be in the hood, like a lot, lot, lot. But I be trying to stay out of that, like. But if you're from New Orleans, where do you move to be able to have like a little bit of a safer existence? You just move to like the suburbs, or you gotta move like an hour away, brush like really? that or somewhere. Yeah, it's it's the whole New Orleans is like this, mm. from uptown to downtown to the east to the West Bank. Like, there's no way you can go and just be safe, like. But that's what that I don't really be. I don't really be like speaking too much on that, like like New Orleans so big, bad, gangster, because everywhere, everywhere got you know what I'm saying. Yeah, everywhere got the same. I mean, especially as soon as you're a famous rapper. Yeah, when you just... when you're a rapper, you around and you see this shit. Like, oh, you grew up just like me. Like, right. So yeah, I don't be trying to make it like that now. Definitely. So okay, what was your high school career like? Mm, I was playing basketball and shit. Okay. I remember getting like I told my ACL in ninth grade. I never really got back on the team, so I started. I was selling weed to my teammates and shit. Like, I remember that shit. When did you start selling weed, because that's like a huge focus in a lot of your music. I realized, like, like, oh, he really sold weed. All right, like ten grade, right? Like ten grade, I started selling weed for real. I remember ninth grade, one of my partners, rest in peace, Tilo, he was selling weed. uh, I used to be, I used to be telling him, like, man, you tripping, bro? Like, I don't want nothing to do with that, like. And then tenth grade, I remember I said we called me like, man, he tell him you out here selling weed, man. What you what you doing? I'm like, man. Did it feel like you were doing like a serious crime though at that time, or did it feel like it for was sure it was a serious crime? For sure, because I, I mean, I'm I'm young, but I was I was I was selling pounds and shit. Like I was bringing weed in school and shit. Like that's that's not supposed to be happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, even just the weed stinking through your backpack, that's got to be a problem. Nah, I had this little job. <laughs> I had a job, the no smell job. Right. Where are you and getting I, it from? Um, one of my one of my home is stepdaddy. Okay. And one of my home is stepdaddy. He had a little operation going, and you were like, "I gotta get in here." Yeah, it was there. I remember when I first my first thing I ever sold it was me and my best friend Z. We sold a half, uh-huh. fourteen grand, and we he sold a seven, I sold a seven, but we had to re up with a hundred of these dollars, so we split forty dollars. Here, you get twenty, I get twenty. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, I remember that shit. And that, it, was there a Hustling moment there? For nothing. Yeah, you're like Hustling I, hard. I'm taking for too nothing. much risk to be making nothing off this nah, shit. Facts. Damn. So like that you you're talking about it like it's a real broke city, but there's definitely people still trying to cop some weed. Nah, for sure. That's why that's why they broke. <laughs> trying to cop weed. Sure. There's a lot of people who are in that situation, or even like you know, you'll hear rappers like after they fall off talking about their weed consumption, and just they, you, they clearly like regret it so much that they just blew through such huge amounts of money on it. Nah, thanks though, thanks though. But were you smoking weed at the same time back then? Nah, 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 I ain't smoke weed. That's why I was a good hustler though. Mm. Uh, my partner in the smoke, I used to be telling him like, bro, you know, if you stop smoking, we gonna like we gonna get rich off this, like for real. Right. But they wanted to smoke. I was the only one that ain't smoke. 
Damn. So you, all of them smoke. You think that was important to you being successful in for that sure. world? For sure. It don't make no sense to smoke and sell something you're smoking. Yeah. Cause you looking at it like, man, it's just a gram. I'm gonna just hit a gram out of it. Right. That's ten dollars, bro. <laughs> like that's how I was looking at it. Like, bro, you blowing me. Like you smoking a half a day. Right. Smoking a seven. That's fifty dollars. It's, it's crazy when I see somebody like smoking like many, many blunts per day, and I know they're broke as fuck. And I'm just like, this is what you fucking chose to do with your money. For real, bro. That's like a that's like a broke nigga always got on designer. Mm. You see a <laughs> lot of that. Nah, for sure. Well, I don't know if a nigga broke. I don't know a nigga situation. But I see a lot of these niggas with designer, and I don't think they got it like that. Nah, definitely. Yeah, I would see people with, like, when I had the store on Melrose, I would see people were coming in with Gucci belts, and I'd just be looking at them like, you do not have $500 to be spending on listen, that shit. Man, what, bro? I don't even got it like that, and I got it like that. Right. You see what I'm saying? But see, that is the thing, is that somebody like you who's a rapper, and you got to have a new outfit in every video, and every time you go to a club, you got to be looking different, you got to have new jewelry every so often, whatever, and then, like, normal people start to think, like, oh, that's what it means to be successful. If I want to be successful, then I got to basically live the same life that he's living. Nah, thanks, though. I might start selling my clothes, though. Mm. No sense to keep this shit. I've thought about that. Nah, but you, you don't want niggas to think you fell off, though, huh? Well, it's more like if I get a, a package of, like, 10 hoodies from some brand, and I oh, wear you... you I wear each of them once, or like I wear like half of them once, and then I'm like, well, I just want to get rid of this shit. I'll just give it to the office and just give it out to everybody who works here and shit because I feel kind of weird starting up like a little online store to sell shit that people just gave to me. Man, listen, bro. Oh, yeah, see, that's different. I'm that's talking the, you're talking about the designer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, want, I seen Kim Kardashian do it. <laughs> and I did too. And I thought, like, oh, do I really think I'm too good for this for if really? Kim's doing she, it? She's doing it. I'm not too good for this. I'm not selling it. Nobody thinks she broke. Yeah. No, that, that, I, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fucking celebrities doing it. No, I seen I, the craziest one I seen is there's this uh, YouTuber named Emma Chamberlain, and she had it on her web store that if you pay her ten thousand dollars, she will write you a nice DM. That's smart. She'll DM you and just let you know that she appreciates you. I ain't lying. I like that. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pay me a little less, but I like that. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, should I write a DM for ten grand? Okay. All day. Um, all right, so do you ever get caught selling weed, or was your high school career pretty smooth in terms of the streets and the, um, the law? I was about to get caught one time. I remember I left out I was We were leaving our school, like the bell had ring. Mm -hmm. And one of my coaches kept getting in front of me, like, like I'm trying to walk out. Like, you know, he's trying to, like, and he got in front of me, like, man, they know that's you. Don't bring that shit tomorrow. But he fucked with me hard. Like, I ain't bring it tomorrow. They searched the fuck out of me. Really? At the front door because they used to be searching me at the front door because I played basketball. Uh -huh. So I used to have it in my basketball book set with all my with all my shoes and all that. So they like, oh, all right, basketball. Uh. Right. So they ain't never searched me, but they knew I, they knew that day. He told me don't bring it, and I ain't bring it. You didn't bring it. So you got away. You got away from any kind yeah. of problem there. Yeah, I got away from problem. Damn, that's lucky. <laughs> so but I you, remember that shit like it was yesterday too. That's crazy. Like, I remember him trying to stand in front of me like it was yesterday. I'm like, what the fuck? You think somebody snitched on you? Oh, they were successful. That's got to be the best, the, or the number one way of getting caught when you're just selling like small amounts of drugs and shit, especially yeah. in high school. Like, I'm not saying I, I ain't even was bringing enough to school to like be telling, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm probably bringing like, I'm probably bringing half to school. Like, I wasn't even bringing that much, and right. I'm giving it to, giving seven grams to him. I'm giving two grams to him just so he, just so they can, here, 
You said we in school now. Like, you know what I'm saying? But we're we're talking about like the the sort of like younger version of you selling weed. Did you ever get it to the point where you were really doing well for yourself? Like as time yeah, went by? For sure. For sure, probably in like eleven, twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. Probably like twelfth grade. Twelfth grade I was doing good. Like I was I finally had a wire of money. <laughs> <laughs> like that I could spend. Like Right. I remember my mama found it. She's like, What you doing? But yeah, I remember that. She you, you just made up like a crazy liar. You have to tell her what it was. I don't even remember what I told you. What I told you. Oh, this is your mom. Okay. <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah, she told my dad, and my dad was asking me what I was doing and shit. I told my daddy the truth, though. Right. Well, as a matter of fact, I didn't tell my daddy the truth. My partner, I told my dad, and my partner was the one doing it. Mm-hmm. But he, he wound up telling my dad the truth. Right. Yeah. But how did your dad even approach something like that while he was locked up? Like, no, no, nah, nah, he had got out. Oh, okay. okay. I say he, I was full. He did. He did. This was twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. He did like twelfth. But is that the kind of crime that like your dad just sort of has to be like, you know, it's not a big enough deal for me to really freak out about it? No, man. My dad didn't. Own, my dad like, I remember I told him I was selling weed because he went to jail for selling dope. So mm-hmm. he told me like, man, you hustling. I'm out of stuff back hustling. Like we ain't doing this. Like, so yeah. Right. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't going for that. But so you graduated high school? Yeah, I graduated. Okay. And you didn't try to go to college or anything? Like what you do after? Yeah, that? I went to Southern. Yeah, I went to Southern. For how long? Um right probably like a year. And I just jumped out, started making music for the pandemic. Really? So that's what egged you on to Yeah, that's like the pandemic made me start making music and So you think you would have stuck with it in terms of school and everything if uh if the pandemic wouldn't have hit? Cause I want I want to finish school like, like I said I wanted to be something like I ain't, I knew that was the path of being something. What were you thinking of doing with the degree that you were working on? Do you have any career dream in particular? Not really, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to finish school for my mom like for real. I remember all the time I was dropping out. I just I ain't even want to tell her that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because I felt like I I did everything for nothing. Like you driving out of school, you doing all this for nothing. Like, yeah, it's just all that buildup of like, oh damn, you made it through tenth grade, eleventh grade, now you're gonna drop out in twelfth grade. But then even once you make the college, it's like kind of more pressure because you're actually paying for it and shit. Uh-huh. Damn. Okay, so you hadn't really thought about rapping up until that point. Um, I ain't, I ain't think about rapping. I had went to the studio with my partner one time and just said some shit on the mic. But other than that, no, my other partner was rapping. He was in the studio. I told him like, man, this 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 song trash. Mm. Then wind up going to get some food. He came back and I had a song finished. Like man, you do it. He came back and I had a song finished. Did you did you feel like uh, this was like? Were you already like a popular dude around town? Where like people yeah, were? Was, that's why that's why it made sense for me because I was the one that everybody knew for real. Mm-hmm. Like. I didn't grow up in every hood. Like I didn't I didn't been through every hood. Like so when niggas say, "Oh, Rob rapping." Be like, we're Rob. I'm the Rob they want to hear, but mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, you never gonna hear I'm rapping. So when they hear I'm rapping, they're like, what? Man, I'm, I'm, this is what we doing then. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how it was, though. It's weird because it's like we're, we we kind of like grew up thinking of hip hop as like, okay, the, the most popular, the coolest dude is gonna be the dude who starts rapping and has success with that. And then as yeah. time's gone by, it sometimes does feel like, oh no, like the, the popping new rapper is gonna be like the nerdy, weird kid. The nerdy, weird. Got something else. Nah. He's creative and he's he's not the type of dude who's trying to fit in with everybody. Like, how yeah. would you describe the type of person you were? Because you seem like you were kind of like. I'm about to say, I was real popular in school and shit. Yeah. Like, like if you ain't if you went to my school and didn't know me like you was really nobody for real. Like, 
Like, I was one of them all through my life for real, though. Right. So I'm one of them dudes that, like, they, they know, like, I... As soon as you started rapping, though, did it feel like it was it was working? Like, people were really fucking with it? Immediately. Really? Like, my first song, everybody was posting it, like, man, it's nigga hard, like, yeah. Damn. What, what do you think it was? You think you just, like, had you been thinking about rapping or, like, practicing, or do you think that the flow just kind of came from you I, just being I, a natural? I was big on music, like, so I used to be listening to music all day, like, Rick Ross, Young Thug, so I knew how to come at music, so that's that's all it was, like. And then my partner and them, like, he went to this school, he went to this school, he went to this school, all of us went to different schools. Mm-hmm. So when all of us in the video, there's so many different crowds come and see you, like, you see what I'm saying? Even if I don't know everybody in his school, like, they come and see me mm. because he in the video. Right, definitely. Yeah, like, is there a lot of, like, underground street artists and stuff who are doing the things in New Orleans that you were inspired by, or were you mostly listening to, like, bigger artists? Yeah, I was inspired by Nino Calvin, like, a lot. Like, okay. Nino Calvin, crazy. You got to do an interview with him. Yeah, I got to check that out. I don't know about him. Yeah, he Birdman nephew. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he man, he had to sit in on a lot. Like, really? Yeah, for sure. Because, like, for me, when the the main artist that came to mind as soon as I realized you're from New Orleans was just Currency, who I understand that you had some conversations with and stuff. Yeah, that's my dog. That's my dog. Right. Were you listening to him coming up, or yeah, was it? We grew up listening to Currency, but... Like not like Nino Calvin, like Nino Calvin, like the hood, like this what we this what we need. Like I remember when I when I um I remember putting up to they used to do a DJ outside. A DJ is like when when a DJ set up on a block, right? And then everybody just come from every hood. They used yeah. to do a DJ. I remember sitting out there like with basketball and saw someone just looking like, man, this really Nino hood. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, because I mean, w- but we always use currency as just an example of how you don't need to necessarily have like huge radio hits or anything like that. He just consistently built a brand for himself where he's just like this cool ass dude, keeps making the music that he likes. He doesn't compromise. And as a result, people just love him and they'll keep going to see him forever. I'm on, I'm on currency album. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I'm on two of his albums. Yeah, currency, my real dog. So he's been fucking me for a minute now, huh? Yeah. He wanted to freak people. He's not fucking me. I was supposed to sign the check like. Really? You think that would have been a good fit? Um, probably not. Just because I wanted, I wanted to be my, be my own, my own stepping stool. Like, right? You know what I'm saying? Currency over there, he he got jet life. I wanted to have Vulture, and then we can collide if if so. But mm-hmm. I wanted to be a a boss, a big boss. Yeah, you seem kind of independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Has there been any any other artists to try to sign you that you thought about? I'm sure the Birdman offer came in, right? Yeah, Birdman, um, Young Thug trying to sign me. Really. Man, I wanted to sign with Thug Bad, but I was already signed. Really? Yeah. To a, a, who'd you end up signing to? I signed to Say La Vie. That's out, out of Miami. Okay. Yeah. How did that end up coming about? Um, Sean Cotton. Oh, that's his label? No, no, no. He just brought me to Oh, him. he brought you to them. Okay. Yeah, like because really, Sean Cotton did me an interview like this. Really? One of my homies, one of my homies from the city. I fuck with him so hard. He made clothes named Tunchi. He like, man, I want you to do an um, a, a interview for my dog. Mm-hmm. I fucked with him so hard, I didn't even know who it was. I just went and did it because I was already lit in the city. Mm-hmm. I do the interview. I still don't know nothing about Sean Conn. Like He said, I'm like, man, what's your gram? So when you not the video, I'm going to fuck with it. Like, I'm the big dog. Like, I got 10,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck with it when you drive it. Right. So he, so he got he got a blue check. I'm like, man, what the fuck is it? He got a blue check. So I just went follow him. Boom. I never looked at it again. Then I seen, I got to say cheese interview out. Mm. I'm like, man, that's what that was. That's like, when you started putting this together? Yeah, I'm like, that's what that was. I did. I'm like, man, thank you and shit like that. He 
thinking, like, man, I fuck with your music. Like, everybody keep telling me about you. I won't bring you to LA. I won't make you big. You bring me to them. And they were just enthusiastic right away? Yeah. I thought they wasn't fucking me, though, because, like, we were sitting like this. And you know you know, everybody take a picture about say cheese, huh? Uh-huh. Around that time. Because I got signed when I had, like, 10,000 followers. Right. Like, I wasn't on shit. And I was getting up to go take a picture about say cheese, sign. One of them grabbed me, like, man, no, not right now. Sit down. I'm thinking, like, damn, I ain't good enough to take a picture about say cheese, huh? But the whole time, they see potential in me. Like, I want you. Like, we ain't doing that. That's for the, that's for the, the niggas who we don't we really want like that. Really? So they wanted to kind of keep it secretive or, yeah. or and be able to build you up? Yeah, they wanted to build me. That's funny, because whenever I think about signing artists and No Jumper, it's like the same thing where it's like on one hand, I would want to just put them on the channel, help blow them up, but then at the same time, it's like you want to put them out there organically and you don't want like... You don't want to look like an industry plant. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. if me or Sean Cotton signs somebody and puts it out there, like, oh, we like, signed him. Oh, yeah, he keep posting this nigga. You blowing it up. Like, and it keeps a weird level of pressure on the artist where it's like, oh, you're supposed to already be big if this person's fucking with you, right? Uh-huh. I don't know. I ain't lying. I, I told Sean, like, back then, I'm like, man, when I get there, I'm going to make sure everybody know. Like, I know he looking at the interview right now, like, man, God damn, he kept his word. Like, right. Nah, for sure. So, but at what point did you almost join the Army? I, I joined. They oh, you let did? Me out. In what they year? Let me out. They let me out like, last year. Oh, okay. So how long were you in there? I did two years. Two years. It's funny, when I first joined the Army, I was about to get kicked out the Army. Really? Yeah, they they had me get, the 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 only reason I get kicked out real nigga shit I swear to God this was some real gangster shit like when we was um sneaking out base to going this is when Jules first came out like vapes uh-huh. this when vapes first came you out were sneaking out to get a vape we were sneaking <laughs> out to go buy like twenty vapes thirty vapes and phones and shit and you were stationed where in Fort Benning where's that at. That's in like Georgia. Okay. Yeah, we're stationed for a business. So we used to come back on base and just be selling the shit. Like if a jewel twenty dollars, we selling it for two hundred dollars. Like, like prison. I'm just wow. smacking them like over the top of the head because they can't do it because they scared to do it because it's illegal. You're not supposed well, to have you're it. You're just not supposed to leave campus or you're not, you're not supposed to be you're bringing not this to shit. Leave camp. You're not supposed to nothing like this. This shit is like it's the military. Like, yeah. You're not supposed to do none of this. We wind up getting caught, man. But I was recording a video of all us flexing with our money on one of the phones we had bought. And but I ain't putting my face in. I'm like, yeah, we turned up, but you hear my voice like like <laughs> yeah. I got a distinctive voice. Yeah. Like you know who I'm is. Like yeah. all them they they then they wind up holding us over. Like everybody graduated, everybody left and they held us down. Man, everybody went to first of all, we got caught cause this the one of my dogs, this dumbass ain't put us he put a he put a lock on the phone. And they he left the phone charging in the bathroom. We not even supposed to have phones for mm. months. Like, why is you leaving a phone in the bathroom? They found a phone. They ain't got no screensaver on it. And we bought this phone from Walmart. So this not even your real phone. Your real phone is in a container. Right. They're like, who is this phone for? This dumbass going to say me. Brother, we about to graduate, boy. If you don't let this phone be just gone, he's going to say me. The people are like, man, no, it's not. Man, my um, he, he they like typing the code. He typed in the code, and they just were going through the phone. My dumbass Instagram was on the phone. <laughs> Man, they came my thing and said, "Guess who else was involved?" And like, they see me, Rob. Right. 
Man, dog, I went, dog, I could have passed out, bro. We was out there for so long, dog. I knew they was gonna restart me. Or they were gonna kick me out. Of the do army. like what? A full two years again? Or yeah, we we're gonna have to do that whole seven months to six months all oh, over wow. again. So I'm like, man, why would this nigga say, "Oh my god, man"? But they, they like, they like, this ain't you. I like, I see my face wasn't in it. It's just them flexing, but it's my voice though. No I'm face, like, no. no case. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, it ain't me, brother. I swear to God, I stayed with that no for like a month. Mm. I stayed with that no for like a month. I remember the day I was finally by the television, like, yeah, that's me, dog. You could just send me home because I ain't doing this no more. Mm. I was about to walk up to the dude, to the to the, to the the sergeant. He's like, hold on, give me a second. So he wound up going like 30 minutes, come back. I went, I was sitting out there waiting for this man. He come back with some food. He like, um, you, you Thomas, huh? I'm like, yeah. He like, watch who you um he said, watch who you watch who you do bad things with they tell on you. I was the only one they tell, all them told, and they got kicked out and I didn't. Wow. Crazy. So they told on you as well, or they, they just told they on told, each other? They told on me like it was all on me. Mm. But I ain't I'm the only one ain't say nothing. I stay with my know the whole time. And you think they kind of respected the fact that you yeah, stuck with that's it? Yeah, that's what he said. He said, man, watch you watch you do bad stuff what they tell on you. Wow. I ain't even tell them nothing. I just was like, all right. So you were able to graduate and all that? I just I ain't even graduate. They just shit me out. Right. Yeah. And then you had like what, like another year and a half where you're actually doing yeah, the thing? Yeah. What was that like? I started rapping. Oh, during all that. Yeah, I started rapping. I feel like that. This sounds like when we're talking about how independent you are and how it might have been hard to sign to an artist or some shit. Is like I, I imagine that you being in the military was a big change or a big challenge, right? Because it's probably so unbelievably strict physical nah, activities. Facing. I remember when I was joining the military. Like I said, I was hustling with my with my best friend. Uh-huh. He telling me like, "Man, why did you joining that shit?" Like, nah, nah. I'm telling him like, "Bro, I'm doing this for my kids and shit." I'm telling him this like, he like, "Man, no, I won't hear that shit." Nah, nah. So he didn't want me to join from the beginning, like, and then I joined and I just changed. I felt like I changed my whole life, like, you know what I'm saying? You kind of appreciated the the discipline and everything? Yeah, it shit made me feel like I could do anything in this world, like, mm. I got out, I got, I, got, I got back home, I was back in the hood and shit, I'm like, man, this shit probably ain't for me, like, I, I started going to college, I just started rapping, I'm like, fuck it, I'm just, I'm just do this. Right. So you think that ultimately you're you're more capable of the rapper lifestyle than the yeah the, just because I wanted good for myself that's why I did it but I don't think that was the I don't think that was the thing for me to do mm. you know what I'm saying I could have did something better than that yeah like I like working out and shit but I met some good people and shit but like being in the gym I like it but I I don't really think I'm a natural at it. Whereas, like, some of the dudes I work out with, I'm like, oh, you you would, like, if you could only do one thing today, you would probably do this. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me, it's, like, that hard work and determination to actually do it is, like, it's hard for me to find that in, in myself when it comes to, like, exercise or, like, just having that strict regimented lifestyle is, like, a challenge for me. So, mm-hmm. definitely, like, being a rapper seems like it would be a lot more accommodating. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay, but so you just start putting music out, and then does it just hit right away immediately i was already living my city like like the first week i dropped right like they knew the music like then i dropped like three times in four months so i'm just stepping on them like really i took over my city fast damn so it just happened like that like that's that's pretty amazing 
I got signed four months into rapping. Okay. Yeah. Damn. And so, like, right away, like, I feel like a lot of people, when they talk about you, they're like, damn, he got songs with this dude. He got songs with this dude. Like, how, how did the little baby thing come about? I feel like, you know, you making connections with people like him just made people take you serious way faster than they might have normally. I know, huh? Um, but I was, I was, I was, I had already made Vulture Island. That was just a remake. Mm-hmm. So P heard it. So, man, P was about to just, like, lock in with some shit. Like, he like, who you want on the remix? So I'm like, baby. He sent it to baby. Baby sent that bitch back just like that. Like, it wasn't even all that. Shot the video when I wanted to shoot it. Like, just real nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how it happened. It was just a natural link up. He wanted to do it. He wanted the biggest people in the world. Like, and P wasn't trying to sign you or, or he was? I was he, already signed. Right, but was he trying to do business in some way or did yeah, he want yeah. to be involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, people's in business together. It's my dog. Okay. Yeah. Is that like, is there some degree of a regret there when you now kind of realize that if you had waited, you could have a lot more options in terms of who to sign to? Not really, because I just look at it like, man, they believed in me when I wasn't shit. Like, so I, I, I'm one, I was always one of them dudes to return a favor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I just want to return a favor. Did you ever have any other name since? I mean, Round Four Nine. That's it. Are you from 49th Street, I'm kind of guessing, no, no, or no. something like that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, the Iberville Project, the Fort Wall, and the Nine Wall. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Figured it was something <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> but you never thought about going by a different name? Because a lot of rappers have, you know, crazy-ass names, and it, like it's pretty unique to just still be going by your... I, I was looking for... I, I remember looking for my rap name, like, like man, I rap for a nine, like, that's a that's a long ass name. Like I just I'm just like I put it on my Instagram like round four nine and it wasn't available. Mm. And that's around at the time everybody doing one one little baby and one little key, you remember? Yeah. yeah. That's how I put one round four nine. It ain't work, so I'm like, man, fuck it, I might just change my shit. I just say round four nine up. And that bitch went through, I'm like, oh yeah, round four nine up, that's it. That's right. My, that's my so that's my rap name now, round four nine. And that's how it just came about. Like I was just laying in my bed one day, just chilling. Yeah, I mean, like some rappers have, you know, goofy names. I guess you could say, and and they seem kind of all right when they're like eighteen or twenty one or whatever, and then all of a sudden they're like thirty five and they gotta deal with the fact that they got this strange rap name for the rest of their life. Nah, facts though. <laughs> like the baby, the baby growing. Like, <laughs> see, you know, that's one of the craziest things about I'm rap. Start calling baby Dominique. I'm start calling about it. Really, yeah, man. that I mean, hey, that could represent. The, the closeness of the relationship. But all right, think about it. Lil Baby and Young Thug, they have two of the most popular and most like interesting rappers, and they kind of have like two of the simplest rap names that you could ever think of. Mm-hmm. Like Young Thug is like the weirdest rap, like the most creative rapper I've ever fucking witnessed pretty much in my whole time observing rap music, and he kind of has like a rap name that probably like 500 people had before him. Uh-huh. I remember watching you and Thug interview. Yeah. Like before I was rapping and shit. That was a career highlight, one the, of them. Thug, one of the reasons I act how I act in this rap shit. Mm. Just like humble, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, for sure. I remember that shit. Yeah, people love him for the fact that he seems like he like never really changed. No, nah, for sure. I ain't lying. I, I remember watching this shit. He was just like, he, he, he just won't teach what's taught and shit. I'm like, damn, like that's how I'd be if I was that top. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, I mean, even, like, certain Thug mixtapes where he's giving his sisters verses, and he's just, like, he had that real, like, sense of family that a lot of people kind of lose pretty early on. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Mm, so. so now that you're like coming up in your career and stuff, do you like who do you choose to move around with? Because a lot of a lot of rappers, I mean, the fact that you're with your mom, to me, that kind of tells me that you're trying to stay normal or stay humble, stay yeah. down to earth. I ain't too I ain't too big on like having niggas around me who I don't feel like like really with me. Like mm. if I'm with my niggas it's gonna be four or three hours, like it, I don't feel the need for all that because I know if it's if it's fifteen us two of y'all gonna take it there with me like the whole way. Like the other thirteen just bullshit. So mm. I already just had these four who I know. I know everything about y'all. I know all y'all strong suits and I know y'all gonna take it there with me. That's how but does it get tricky because I feel like as soon as you start to see this money and this level of stardom and everything, then like you have all these people that you're cool with or you have some degree of friendship with, but you know, they want to be on the road with you. They want to be going to shows with you, et cetera. And I feel like a lot of times that's where the problems come from is you, you have that conversation where you're like, nah, and, and they just can't accept it. Um, you know, I ain't even really having that, that problem. Like, cause I, I, my dog, they respect my mind, like, cause I ain't just if I say something, I'm gonna come with a, I'm gonna come with a reason I said it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I really I ain't really been having that problem. Yeah, keep it, keep a small circle. Yeah, that's my advice. Um, okay, so I, I was watching you rapping with PZ, and you guys were actually kind of going back and forth a bit yeah. on the verse. Yeah. And there's one really crazy moment in the song where you say that, or or. I think you said you made three hundred thousand in a month, and then he kind of like one ups you. He's like, "I made a million in a yeah, month." Yeah, I made a million in a month. <laughs> and your response is, "Yeah, well, he's selling Fetty Wap. I'm just I, selling hey, weed." Nigga, I swear to God, I looked, I looked at that shit on Twitter. I'm like, "Nigga, said, man, you try snitching on peas." I'm like, "Damn, I can't even try snitching on peas." Like, man, I'm tripping. Well, let's be real. Nobody's selling drugs nah, anymore. Nobody it's all no, fun. Nah, so nobody selling no Fetty Wap. That shit was some rap lyrics, right? But, hey, I ain't need, I ain't need to know that. Said that shit said some different shit, man. That's Fetty Wap, man. <laughs> that was just hilarious to me because a lot of times, you know, a rapper will do a feature with an artist, and it's almost like they're not, they're not talking to each other on a song. There's no like communication. There's no like referencing the, the shit it's that the other so person said. You said it like that, and then yeah, it just like kind of worked. Perfectly, and I guess you guys had respect for each other, so it didn't come across as like an actual diss or anything like that. No, 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 it's not that. You know, a lot of people making money selling hard drugs like that, though. I don't know nothing about what you talking about. Nothing about what you talking about. For sure. Um, okay, another thing I noticed that you like reference a lot in your music is talking about getting the girl's body done. How many yeah. times you done that? None. None. It's all. None. It's just rap talk. Rap talk. I would get your body done if you worked it. Really? Honestly, for sure. Yeah, for sure. If that's really I don't want your my queen. Girl, I don't want my girl with her body done, though. Really? Nah, I, I don't like that. I, mean, I just don't. I I like, I like, I, I would rather outsiders have it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But not my girl. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like at this point in my life with my girl being naked on camera and stuff, mm. it's like, if she wanted some surgery and she didn't have the money and I could afford it, for sure I would pay for it. Yeah. But that is kind of like a special circumstance because it's more like a investment in her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You got a lit relationship. <laughs> you heard? Nah. I heard. We're we going to talk off camera. I need a setup for you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I need you to set me up. You like porn stars? Yeah, I like porn stars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You choose a porn star over like a round-the-way type girl? No, nah, 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 I don't think so. Porn stars, yeah, porn stars, is it though? Yeah, because you know when you got a girl like, 
That's all you could say you like is porn stars. That's the only thing that's 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 right. Right. I watch porn. I don't I don't do nothing else. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's the only <laughs> thing you could say. Yeah, I like porn stars. It's funny though, because I feel like I know dudes who've gotten in trouble for being too into a certain porn star or some shit. They following yeah. following porn stars. Or really. even some of the dudes I know who work here who are married and shit, and they'll I'll see them liking a porn star's photo. I'm like, <laughs> if I were you, I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be taking the risk of getting yelled at. Porn star? Uh, Lena the plug. Uh, I don't know if I could really say other than her. I might just say good, good, good answer. Nah, but I got some top from some porn stars where I'm like, oh shit! So that's that's some of the best top ever invented. <laughs> like motherfuckers do not know that that brand of top exists. No cap, huh? I mean, there's some crazy shit out there. And then I think about my whole life. I didn't know about that. You until, ain't know about that, and I wouldn't have never knew about that. You know, that's crazy. Makes me feel kind of lucky. Also, like, you lucky for sure. It'd be weird to return to the normal world and be getting basic ass head again. Do <laughs> <laughs> that. But so you're in a relationship or not? Not I'm in a relationship. Yeah. How's that going? It's, it's a long term thing. Yeah, it's a long term thing. That's the only reason I'm in a relationship. Really? If it wasn't long term, I would not be in a relationship. Really? Nah. How many years are we talking? I'm like five now. Really? Yeah. Before anything. That's why it's it's, it's comfortable. I'm, what the fuck is that like from her perspective? Because she was dating like a relatively normal guy for a long time and now she's yeah, got a whole different set of problems. She um like me and her had took a break around the time I had started music. Wow. Like, that I was started, your chance. I started music in January. If you wanted to get out, you could have got out then. No, no, no. I ain't gonna get out there. <laughs> I started I started music in January. Really, I dropped my first tape in like March. I started making music in January, but I dropped my first tape in like March. But me and her broke up in January, mm-hmm. and we ain't get back together till like June. And like I said, I was already living my city, right? Like so, we get back together. She's like, "What the fuck?" Like I moved different with me and shit. Like that was crazy. I remember her coming to one of my shows. She like, "All these people here to come see you." You're kind of seeing the, the gears working in her yeah, brain of yeah. like, oh, shit, my investment has paid off. And she don't even listen. She don't even listen to like to this type of rap. Like she listen to Frank Ocean and shit. Like, <laughs> that's the type of shit she Tyler Creator all day. Like she listening to that. So you kind of got to explain to her like, nah, I'm doing something. Yeah, I got to explain to her. She see it, though, but I got to show her like, look, see. Yeah. Like they really do like me. <laughs> but what has changed? Because I feel like it's got to be hard for her to be as concerned about every little thing because you probably in videos with strippers dancing next to you and shit like that. It's like once you get to be a rapper, there's like certain things that would not be okay for a dude working at Dairy Queen to do that a girl kind of got to ex- just accept that a rapper's going to do. Probably like the videos, like when I got video girls dancing on me and shit. Mm. I'm like for Vulture Island, like for for the remix for the baby, I put her in the video just because I want her to like feel like, all right, come on, like you right. this, like. But that's probably the biggest problem, like, girls dancing on me and shit. Really? Yeah. Damn, so she'll just, like, see a video and just hit you up and be like, why the fuck was she standing so she close? She I'm cheating. <laughs> nah, but I'm not. Right. Nah, I'm not. Nah, yeah, it's Porn. not worth it. Can't do it. Porn. How'd you end up linking with my boy Desto Dev? Because I've, I've seen a ton of people come through here to do an interview and it was clear that they had just tapped in with him. But you're the first person I've seen with like the, the fur or I don't know how to describe this yeah. fit. Um then I had I had went to his store one time. Like I went to his store and um and he just gave me some 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 shit. Like and then we just been locked in ever since like Right. That's all it was. Like, I just went to his store like probably the summer of last year. Okay. But is this custom or something or is this No like... no no he just dropped this though. Oh it just came out. So okay. I had my dog Desto man. 
Yeah. King of Cali drip. You a fan of the lean, though? No, 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 no. So the cough syrup is just... Yeah, it's just, just a metaphor. Way. Yeah, that's his. That's his shit. I don't, right. I don't like lean. I think you well, tried I, it. I, I tried it and I did like it. Mm. So I told myself I ain't doing it no more. Right. Because I don't like. I'm not getting addicted to nothing. Yeah. I'm not doing that to myself. Yeah. I, I, lean is great, but lean God, it's great, the worst. Bro. It's it's just like it's addicting. If you want to be prosperous in your life and be able to like really do good in your career, yeah, I don't think it's it's not the right move. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That shit ain't the right move. Right. I got another uh, lyric I wrote down here that I was kind of amazed by when I saw you say, my girl a freak, I kiss her feet before I eat her out. I was like, oh, he's he's got a freaky side to him. I was on the phone with this girl, and I'm like, um, I'm like, man, help me make this song. And she like, um, I'm like, man, give me a word. What to say? Mm. She say, I don't know. So I started the song say, I don't know what happened to my sad, but I can't turn him down. Like I just say, I don't know. Like, And then I'm like, I'm like, what to say next? She said, see, see, um, you kiss her stomach. You kiss her stomach. You kiss a girl's stomach or something like that. I'm like, I said, I'm like, now nah, I'm going to say feet. Mm. Because people don't be kissing feet like that. It's a little that. more viral. Yeah, it's viral. So I said that. That's all that was. Like, I'm like, all right, I say feet. So, I thought you were influenced by Kevin Gates because him being there. Thought that dude was crazy. <laughs> Damn. What was that like? What? Just being around him and doing the song together and shit. Um, I ain't lying. I'm, I I was appreciative because he don't really be doing no 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 um songs with people like that. Mm-hmm. So just you know what I'm saying. You just gotta appreciate that. And he a good person. I can tell he genuine as fuck. Yeah, he's a wild guy. Like he he was at he was he was coming to my video shoot before we even made a song. Like really? Yeah, for sure. Just because um shout out Booby Black, like Booby Black man Booby Black like that. So I guess he put him on me like. Like man, listen to this lady. Like this the one. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. That's that's cool. I was thinking that too. I'm like, I wonder like how many features Kevin Gates is doing at this point, or how many young artists he taps in with, because he kind of seems like he's in his own world to a certain extent. He yeah, only he does shit really, really fucks with. That. Yeah, he don't really be doing shit like that. I seen him do one for Ryan Wave and shit. Like he probably got like six features. Right. So okay, uh, you got a new song, "Hate It or Love It" with the baby. Yeah. Well, how did that come about, and what was it like spending time around him? Um, I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with him tough though. Yeah, real genuine dude. Mm-hmm. We um, he was he landed in Miami, and he asked me was I down. I'm like yeah, cause I had something bumping my bumping my shit that I had um just dropped that yes it did. I saw him bumping it on the store, so I tapped. I'm like man, thank you and shit. But he was the one of the first people to DM me by Voice Island. Mm. But he, he um he tapped in like man you're in Miami. I'm like yeah, like let's go to the studio and like. It was it was simple, like just genuine. We wound up doing it. We talked. It was me and his me and his decision with everything. Mm. Like, all right, let's do the video. We'll do the video. Yeah, let's do the video. Let's do it. Like, it was me and him. It wasn't no label shit or nothing like that. Like, yeah, that's but, dope. Yeah. That's definitely where that's the level that you want artists to be fucking uh-huh. with you on. That's 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 where you fuck everything else. Up. Fuck fuck everything up at. Like putting the label into y'all mix one. Yeah, because picture being like a real whack, corny-ass rapper and you pay for a feature from an artist and then you, you're you on the same show as the artist and the artist ain't going to come out and perform the song mm-hmm. with you. I ain't, or... li- I ain't lying. The baby so G, dog. This nigga, mm. like, when the, when the video dropped, like, he don't even know my, my shit wasn't downloading on my phone or whatever. But he put a collab a collab post and shit. Like, he ain't had to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Just to make that shit go up, up. Like. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that video is like a little bit better 
quality than some of the stuff you dropped? Like, do you mm -hmm. feel like you have to keep up in the, the level of quality? Because a lot of your older stuff mm -hmm. is a lot more like just quick in a parking lot type yeah, shit. I don't lie. Like, it come with the growth though. Like, you know what I'm saying? And at the same time, people like them street artists. They like you doing street shit in your videos. So you got to keep it like, keep it the same. Don't take it too far. But you know what I'm saying? Like, probably got to get a better videographer for it. Mm. And that's about it. Definitely. So, like, the, the days of you just shooting videos in random parking lots is over, or are you are you moving a little bit smarter? Yeah. I just had a conversation with my pops. He told me, like, man, you got to stop going to the gas station like that. Mm. Yeah, so I might have stopped. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, definitely. I know you can't talk about the whole shooting incident or whatever happened, but I'm sure that that played a, a part, too. Because, like, when, uh, when you hear the story of how that all played out, it was like, oh, they were – kind of chilling a little bit too hard, being a little too casual about being out there in public like that, right? Yeah, so you can't just do that no more. Mm, definitely. Um, okay, so it, it said in the notes that they gave me that, like, you've always considered fashion to be, like, a huge part of the brand that you're building. Like, yeah. has that always just been an interest of yours, or is that, like, since you got money? Um, I always wanted to be a father, nigga, dog. I think, I think when, I, um, when I got some money and I was able to get it myself, it just made it that much, like, that much, that much litter. Like, mm -hmm. I remember being able to go in sex for the first time and get what I wanted. Like, <laughs> I told myself, like, man, you about to start your own shit. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I just started a um, cologne, a cologne and a um, perfume line. Really? Yeah. How did you, did you, like, meet somebody who does that kind of stuff, or are you doing it all on your own? Like, what? My, was... my, I got my daddy doing, like, the smelling and stuff, but other than that, it's just our shit, man. You trust his taste and smells? Yeah, yeah, he be bringing me some good smells. Really? Yeah. Where's he get them? Um, I think like this plug in Paris or something like that. Really? Yeah. That's a world I don't know anything about. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. <I laughs> you rock cologne every day? Um, uh, not really. Like I, I wear my shit, but that's it. I got it sitting right there in the bathroom, and I never think to put it on. Yeah, me neither. I got so much. Like I got like eight, nine of them motherfuckers, and I, I, I just put my shit on. But that's on a good day, like. Other than that, I don't even be touching that shit. Yeah, I bought a bottle of Versace cologne years ago, and it's still sitting there. And yeah. so, well, every once in a blue moon, I'll throw it on, but like I feel like my girl don't really notice. You tried the Dior? I don't know. Probably the not. Dior Sauvage. That's the shit? Brother, that was the shit for a minute. That shit smells so fucking good. You tried that shit? Man, that shit good, <laughs> He belt bro. knows about it. That shit, him game. <laughs> my main memory of cologne that like really had an impact on me, though, was when I was young going to Abercrombie. And yeah. the Abercrombie store would be fucking flooded with their cologne. I remember um, my cologne. My dad had a cologne before he went to jail. He had like just buku colognes in this little box, this chest box. Right. That's that's my like earliest memory of cologne. Like, yeah, I remember that. So they told me. Or what you I don't know where that shit went. That's all I was saying. Okay. I was just gonna say that they uh, they told me that you performed at like this big festival that Boosie put on. Yeah. What was that like? Because I always like see these flyers for these Boosie parties and everything, and mm -hmm. I always kind of wonder what the energy is like in that. Duh, that nigga Boosie is him, though. Mm. I remember when I remember be, I was going to Southern. It did like a spring fest, and La Baby was supposed to come, but um, they, they had canceled last minute. La Baby still wound up coming, but mm. Boosie re, Boosie replaced his spot. I didn't know how much they fuck with Boosie, dog. Mm. Dog, these people know this stuff word by word. Like, you, he can go 30, 40 songs deep, like, and they know it. Like, I wow. think that was one of, I think Boosie had one of the latest concerts I've ever been to. Damn. Boosie, this is what he do. He let everybody go on. He on the stage while everybody going on, too. Like, 
it ain't like he just sitting in the cut like just waiting on his turn. So when he come out, he just got all like like, like nah, he ain't you know and that he outside with you. So when it's his turn, everybody come on the stage and like all his people come on the stage. He got fifty people, fifty sixty people on the stage with him. Right, and they cut all the lights on in the stadium, and he performs just like that. Right. Like he lets you see, boy. These people know my shit. Like, like they going crazy with the lights on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard for that to happen. Like, yeah, for somebody to be going crazy with the lights on. Wow, nah, they, they went nuts for him. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at an example of somebody who really like just has it out the mud, like doing his own thing, doesn't need any corporations. He can go on a podcast or he can go on any twitter and just talk shit about whoever the fuck he wants to talk shit about and nobody can do anything because he's just self-made uh-huh. it's pretty inspiring it's boosted bro yeah for sure that's a fact um okay so what do you got planned in terms of new music coming out and everything like that um i'm supposed to be jumping um at the probably like middle of april end of april mm-hmm. um full guy too i think this is one of my like best shits i didn't put together you know what I'm saying? Just because I feel myself making better music. That's it. Like, I feel myself making better music. I'm making music with, like, with better artists. So it's a competition. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped to check it out because it feel like, you know, you got a lot of energy ar- around you right now, and it's it's going to be dope to see yeah, I ain't gonna lie, what man. comes in the I'm future. I'm excited. Definitely. Sure. How, long, how much long are you out here in L.A.? Prior to, like, Saturday. You got any other plans? Yeah, I got I got, I got um, interviews all day. I'm supposed to be going to dinner tonight, too. Okay. Yeah. You're not shooting any music videos out here? You record when you're out of town and stuff? I recorded last night, but I, I ain't like the studio. Really? Yeah. What was wrong with it? The mic. They had this mic. Really? Yeah. So this didn't feel right? Yeah, it just it sounded like, as like you know, like, I'm used to good mics now. Right. So when I hear myself talking, I'm like, damn, like I need some swag in my voice. <laughs> yeah, and they ain't they really out there. Damn. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, I appreciate you pulling up on us, man. I appreciate you, man. This shit long overdue. Yeah. Rob 49, man. Good luck with everything in your career. Very happy to see you going up. Appreciate you. Rob 49, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Yeah.